Maddie, would you mind pulling those, uh, finding them? AEW just relaunched their rankings. They said they're going live after Dynamite. If there's a graphic out, that'd be great to look at in a bit. Uh, Zeus, what do you think the average is here? Yamahama. Um, the average here, I feel like, is somewhere between four and a half and five. Um, I think four and a half is probably your most commonly said thing. Some people felt maybe it's maybe it's straight up four and a half. That's what yeah. I think. There, there is a, a seven. There is a handful of fours, but largely I think we're just looking at a four and a half average here, Zeus. Did it feel like a four and a half show to you? No. Where are you? Uh, probably a 4.75. Yeah, I think I am too. I can't remember what I did last week. Did last week I say four and I said it was just above the I wouldn't watch this anymore zone? I think I that's think it... right. You said one one more bad segment. We would have been in the threes. So I don't know why this week is different when there is a lot of the same guys and a lot of age on this show a and a Jericho match and not, maybe it was, I maybe I liked the stuff I liked a lot more this week. Maybe, um, maybe the announcements for next week help yeah. build the, cause like this next week looks fucking unbelievable. Like mm -hmm, next week mm -hmm. is like, this is dynamite. This is what we're talking about. This is why Josh and I came on this show. Um, Maybe that's part of it. I feel I feel four and a half, four seven five, four and a half yeah. even seems low to me to reflect the way I felt. This felt like a move pretty quick. I think last week really felt Agreed. quicksand. Last week was like this shit is taking forever. And this week, I thought uh, the Hangman match really banged. I thought Mox. Maybe it's because I'm listening to Mox's audiobook, but I was very much into the into the Mox CMML thing. I think that works pretty nicely. Um, I thought the main event flowed nicely. I thought. You know, those guys that we talked about that I especially have tried to be not tried to be hard on, but I just sort of been very honest with how I feel when I see them. Even they like I don't think you could have a better use of RVD than you did in the slot you had tonight. So I yeah. think in I think in general, I'm 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 closer to a five than I am four and a half. I think people will be happy to hear that. They like when the Zoobs likes the show. I don't know if that's true. We'll see. I think it is. I feel like they, it's like all oh, the Zoobs could walk. This show's one three away from this guy going, <laughs> going to to less than Jays and starting a new baseball show uh, called All Home Runs with the Zoobs. Come on, I would say it's I would say it's more likely that I disappear off the face of the internet than it is that I that I quit this to do another. I piece am of a content. five. Sorry. Thank you, you to the host of uh, WBCW Meltdown, our pal Pork Penderloin, subscribing and giving a five. 34 months rankings are on the screen let's check them out let's take a let's take a let's take a boo let's take a matt uh, do you want to read them aloud and zoobs and i can let's see okay for uh the men's champions you obviously have samoa joe christian cage orange cassidy and eddie kingston uh the contenders uh -huh. are ranked as such one swerve strickland two hangman adam page three ed chopland four mm -hmm. john moxley and five, Roderick Strong. Fairly convenient. Fairly convenient. That all feels convenient. pretty right to me. I don't like, I'll tell you this off the top. I don't like the, there's four champions and five guys in the ranking. I don't like that the four champions are all given one ranking, but I understand why they do it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Go on. The people can't hear me. Number one, we have Diana Parazzo. Number two, Thunder Rosa. Number three, Hikaru Shida. Number four, Sky Blue. 
And number five on the sheets, number one in our hearts, Mariah May. So we can take from this that activity plays higher than undefeated. Like Sky Blue, I can't even think of a match she ever won. Um, Thunder no, Rosa. That isn't true. I can think of one Thunder match Rosa she won. Two. That's almost like hasn't been. She hasn't been around for quite some time. But I guess you're looking at you're sort of star powering it. I don't even know. I feel like former champions get to exist within, sure. like, that's what makes the climb to the mountain so difficult, but you do get to stay in that space once you're there. Totally. Um, so, yeah, Mariah May, it's hard to rank her higher, I suppose, because less wins, but I don't know. I have to exit combat sports brain where it's like Sky Blue has lost way too much to be the number four contender in the world. That's just not how this is going to work. Uh, she's been very active, I suppose, is how you get her at four here. But those, those are fine to me. Yeah, fair enough. Up next, we have the tag team champions of Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Uh, but the contenders okay. are ranked thusly. Number one, Sting and Darby Allen. Can Number get... two, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. That can't of course. be right. Number three, no... Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli. Number when four. When did Hungry and Reynolds wrestle last? We haven't seen it. I watch Collision and Dynamite every week. Have I? None of my business. None of my business. <laughs> number four are they, on, are they on ring of honor hungry and uh silver if they were you would one would logically say that that shouldn't count for the AEW rankings but i digress do go on. oh brick this is pointing out that i'm an idiot and he's right sky blue lost a ton but it was last year these are just 2024 rankings mia culpa you're you're right brick mittens good shout brick mittens didn't say you were an idiot though no but it is an obvious thing that i missed in, eh, in you know time. it's they're they're yeah, it's great. It's it's grace for them, for sure. I, I appreciate you pointing it out, Ian. Uh, um, Private Party and Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta round out the top five for the tag team champions. But I'm going to go straight sure. into the trios champions uh, to show basically that it's tag teams plus one person. Um, Very cool. You have the champions of the acclaimed and Daddy Ass. Uh, uh, number one contender, Bullet Club Gold. Number two mm -hmm. contender... Uh, the Hardys and Mark Briscoe. Sure. Num <laughs> what? Number three, The Dark Order. Uh-huh. Number four, FTR and Daniel Garcia. Good luck to you climbing up the ranks against that murderer's row. And number five, <laughs> yeah. number five is House of Black. I mean, enough said on the bottom half of this. Uh, tag teams and trios, completely broken just completely broken. completely completely fucked it up completely fucked up both divisions by making them exist so kudos. i don't think we could ever explain it better than these rankings kudos to all involved. who's the dark order trio doesn't matter don't think about it <laughs> don't think about it because because okay. if you unravel if you unravel it even a little bit it would it would completely wait a second negate... john yeah. silver <laughs> and alex reynolds are no <laughs> If you, if you unraveled for even a second the Dark Order parts of this, the whole the whole house of cards would fall down. You'd, have, none of, none of, you'd be like, wait a minute. If they're in both, why aren't everybody else who's a tag team in both? And then you would have, like Lucy, you'd have some explaining to do. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's not uh, – I won't be not. the bell of that ball. All right. Thank you for pulling those up, though, Matt. That's great to see. And uh, I think the big question is how long they're here for. I hate that all the men's belts are one division, by the way. Me too, man. I hate I hate that, and I hate the uh, state of the union on the tag team and, and trios division. Couldn't put it better myself about the state of uh, what's going on down there. A mess. Pretty funny, though. It's a word for it.
All right. Do you think it's time we get into Dynamite Zoops? I wrote a 475 here on the page. We can get on to it. Pour me up something nice and cold to keep me going. Pour it nice and clean for me. I don't want any spilling. Much like your rain. True is my love. You are my favorite <laughs> Hold down. That's a hoedown with that song. I love it. You were my favorite jug. All right. They played it. They got it. Here he comes. The, the, the fourth mic on the show. I still have PTSD from when he was on here for a minute. And the chat preferred him to me, it seemed. I, I mean, him and Zoom's had electric chemistry. Completely making up for any lost status is Jug uh, in the emoji race. Immediately erasing any deficit that may have incurred. There's Jug. We've done it. You summon Jug. Really proud. You should be proud of yourselves. We've done it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Zooms. This oh, GDJ. Boy. You know what that stands for? <laughs> take us through it god damn jug <laughs> the whole damn show uh... <laughs> he's got a you still got it chat <laughs> <laughs> he looks so good says he's up a 23 jug the big jug jamboree uh... do we, are oh, we gonna review the show do you think should we back. should we review the show at some point tonight up to you 10 40 40 have not I have not heard, we haven't heard the, the worst music in the world. I don't even, truly don't even know what opened the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is exciting. Yeah, that's all right. Sometimes we got to get comfy. This is. Sometimes. The, here's the thing. The people that showed up to this show after watching that show deserve what they love. And they love you and I absolutely essing the S. You know what I mean? Just back and forth, serve and volley, like who knows Anybody could show up. Anything could happen. New jug song. Matt's back. The, the the hair is down. The tassels are out. Who knows? Right? Unpredictability. You deserve it, folks. We're doing the chant for you now. You, do you deserve, deserve it. it. You deserve it. We're going four um, hours tonight. Yeah. We're going to be here until tomorrow. That's a damn guarantee. For the next four hours, you're here. Scoots is a juggalo. The chat loves the jug, and it pisses yeah. me off. Jughead's going crazy. What a year. Ahem. I noticed, <laughs> I think, in the signature of Dynamite tonight, Zoobs, they added a Wembley Stadium shot for the first time, which I think is a cool thing to have in the signature. That's all I have to say about the show. Before we hear the music of one, John Moxley. Great to hear from, pardon me, BFM. And he's out. Crowd's pretty alive. There's a small crowd tonight for AEW Dynamite. I think 2,100 people, which makes me sad. Christ. And but the crowd was loud, and if you want some joy zoobs, Vancouver Collision, selling better than I thought. Almost 6,000 tickets booked for it. Yeah, uh, London Collision also selling very well. You I think, think you think know at show plan? Our kids, sir. We did it, and we started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's me. laughs> All right. I like 42 that. minutes in, we've gotten to theme music and the ticket sales. So far, so good. Uh, How not discouraging sound alert use, though? Absolutely not. I'm, I am I made my statement very clear. I hope we never start reviewing this show. I hope this whole thing is you and I serve and volley. Absolute banter. This is what people want. 
People, I think people would be happy. And, I, and if I'm wrong, chat, you go ahead and you give me thumbs downs in the chat. If I'm right, pick an emote and spam it. People would love it if we came on here and as a bit never started the review. I think they, for one week, genuinely would. Shout out to the Dead Kings. So Conda, Mr. Ferguson, Brody King, the astronauts. They were alive. And that is a, uh, I'm not a, I'm not musically inclined. It, is, the, is, the, is the right word? Is it fat? That's a fat riff. The baseline that. Can you confirm? I feel like that's right to say. I believe uh, the fat. scientific term is fat. Yes. Yeah. That was, that's a fat riff. Fat. That's good. That's a good job. Such a good theme. Uh, John Moxley's out. He's here to face Jeff Hardy in a singles match. I'm not sure why. Don't ask me why, Zoops. I don't have an answer for you. For literally, literally. Thank you. Thank you for the follow. I'm not even trying that. Go for it. No, go for it. (laughs) I want to hear it. Uh, Akuma. Okay, hold on. Akuma. Akuma Academic. Akuma Academic. No. Akuma. 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 Akuma Mid K. Ah, yes. I, I said I wouldn't try it, but thank you for all the follow all the same. Maybe they will phonetically spell it out for us and we can get That'd an be answer. nice. Yeah, if you if you have a preferred Because remember, remember we were uh Hits Merle for a really long time and then hi it's me RL and we haven't got it wrong. Akuna come out. Let us not forget uh, when he was Denis dirty work. Sure. Which might have been right in some No, places. it wasn't. I've asked him. People, people want us to SDS. People are saying SDS. SDS. <laughs> you were right. I gotta get my, I gotta get my shit together. I'm sorry. I gotta get my S together. Pardon me. Your S um, is together. Dean about to kill Jeff. You are so so right. Um... <laughs> okay, we're back. And when I clap, it's a new show. <laughs> Dude, I should do the show. You can't say it better than that. Dean is about to kill Jeff. Couldn't say it better. You know what he means by Dean, right, Soups? I do. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he means he means uh, sweating. It's the good old days. My... He's talking about Malenko because we had Kami and Taz. It's an ECW night tonight. He's saying bring back Dean Malenko to face Jeff Hardy, and I can't disagree with the guy. Akumakami DK. There you go. See? Yeah. Uh, Kami DK. Much easier. We're gonna get it next time, guaranteed. Akumakami DK. Might just be AK for me. Sure. We'll see. John Moxley versus Jeff Hardy here. Uh, during the match, we get the announcement that Hichichero is going to be up against Brian Danielson this Saturday night. We see a bunch of CMLL representation, including himself and Mystico, in the audience. Zoobs, let's go to you to wax poetic for a moment. It's luchadors in suits here to watch Dynamite. Four cool-looking guys, no? All I ask out of the world is to see luchadors in suits with masks on and for a very long time before i was the i mean i have I, mean, I have a luchador mask guy in my in my ex profile now it basically always has been always will be i don't know that i've ever not had a luchador of some sort i had the uh, blue demon in a, in a in a suit for a little bit and i had the parka for for years um so yeah it's one of my favorite uh one of my favorite goddamn things in the world i think it rocks 
Um, you know, I may not know most of the CML roster. I want to, you know, it's the way it is, but I think it's effective. I think it, I think it rules to have this sort of worlds colliding and, and have the like the world exists in this company. Everybody can come from anywhere and sit um and sit there. Who doesn't like an invasion, right? Gotta love it. Always cool. Um, I'm gonna say that I like this little weenie dinky venue they were in. I thought it looked really cool as Mox and Jeff Hardy were squaring up. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of this match though. There's uh they do redo the Randy Orton Jeff Hardy spot where they got the pen through the hole in his ear where there was an ear gauge at one time and kind of twist that around. Kind of gruesome, but this is this is Mox on you know, not autopilot. This is fine, but pretty close to Mox on autopilot. Crowd was into it though. Uh somebody in my Discord, I think it was Bobby Burritos, producer of the Monday night show, made a good point. There's just too many pass outs in AEW. Like Jeff Hardy can tap. Yeah. <laughs> we we got <laughs> Jeff Hardy has to fight through everything, yeah. which I thought was a pretty salient point. People really do pass out a lot. Were you into this one any more than me, Zoobs? Uh the collision between BFM and JH? You know, Jeff Hardy at this stage of his life makes you wrestle at a certain speed, whether whether that's your natural inkling or not. I think you mentioned there sort of Mox close to something close to autopilot. I don't think it's the exact speed that Mox always wants to go. Um, they, leg they legitimately said on the Twitter that this, this was for the rankings. This is, that's why this one happened, which is like, I don't know where Jeff Hardy is in the rankings, but if it affects Mox, he could have been ranking, number one, I guess. If, if it affects his Mox's ranking at all, the fight Jeff Hardy, <laughs> we got to refix these things on day one. Um, I thought it was a fine opener. I think we talk a lot about the opening match and what it means and how it sets things up. I think you could do a lot worse uh, than Wild Thing to kick Come off on. the shows. That's pretty good. Look at that, Marlon Phillips, the generosity. Thank you, original um, swag man. Going to give a gifted sub to Akumakami DK. Look at that. Easy to say, easy to do. Uh, Marlon has shown it. you it's easy to have swag and class. Lots yeah. of people have one. So, which all to say, I think I probably hit this about the same level as you do. Jeff Hardy is not a attraction wrestler to me at this point. Um, I do feel like it's something that you could fill with almost anybody on the roster and, and generate a little bit more excitement and, and have the same conversation about how it's for the rankings. But um, I'm happy to see Mox out there. I, I, I think he's an important guy on the show and and uh is very capable so you know i think the cmll stuff probably raises this from where it would be if this was yeah. just jeff hardy and mox going uh for 15 20 minutes off the top of the show at the end of the match jeff hardy declines a handshake from john moxley john looks incredibly shocked in the ring and then he is rushed by the four cmll participants ringside they did tell us on commentary that claudio and brian danielson are not in the building tonight they're preparing for collision Whoa. And then they do something I hate, Zeus. Oh, no. They got these these luchadors, who are presumably tough guys. Have to assume. They're, they're willing to attack John Moxley, one of the toughest dudes on Earth. Their job is to be tough guys, one would, one would say. And they go running. They scamper away from the team of Matt Seidel, Christopher Daniels, mm -hmm. and 2.0. You're telling me that these guys, they don't have a prayer. If you're... If you are running, Chris Daniels can't walk in there. If you're running, <laughs> and I got a signed Curry Man mask behind me. I, I'm a fan of the man. But it's like, this is the bottom of the cart. And you're yeah. making your new guys run from them? How, have those four guys run in and have Mystico just wallop them. And then you have someone wrestle somebody else on Rampage. I really didn't like that in, from in terms of a, guys are as good as how you present them, right? 
and you do the right thing. You introduce them alongside John Moxley. I'm going, oh, are we going anarchy in the arena here? And then all of a sudden they're they're on their heels from you know I we're big fans of Daddy Magic too, but just not not a threat. I think you could explain away the you could explain away the like they weren't looking for a big brawl. They weren't they weren't looking to make it into an extended fight, right? Even if even if it was, they could win. But you're right, they scamper away. It looks silly. You're you're not wrong. I only mean in like presentation on the card, and people are saying, "Well, that'll be the rampage match," and it's like, "Well, yeah, but not, if they were wrestling somebody more good. upper card on rampage, it would be more interesting." And I would just view also, them. Wheeler Yuta, Wheeler Yuta could have been one of the. Where's Wheeler? Not not important. Where's old Wheeler? You didn't miss him tonight. Well, I just sort of you you, you mentioned like they made a point to say Danielson and and Claudio aren't there. Well, if Wheeler's there, that you don't need yeah. four. Anyway, not important. Sure. Not really that important. Knit. I'm picking it a knit. So we made history in this next segment, as far as I can tell. We do do that. Now, don't take me my word for it, because I could have been off a week. But as far as I can recall, they always go after their first match to a promo segment. And their, their segment to their follow-up of their first match is always a backstage promo segment in AEW Dynamite. Jeez. Feels that that feels spiritually correct without me doing any work to think about. Yeah, no, it's but from note taking, it's like long, short, probably, long, probably right. like, and then again, you could be wrong, but we went right into the entrance of Fontoa Leona to take on Hangman Adam Page, and these two had an incredibly physical match. This is my favorite Hangman. Hangman's just in the gear right now, right? I didn't like his TV matches maybe as much as I should or wanted to. The Claudio match comes to mind. But I thought tonight, first of all, he made Toa Leona look like a million bucks. Did did you have the same sort of thing with me where you and I have a, this is so reductive, but maybe a slight lean towards sometimes an older school presentation. When this guy sprinted across the apron just to hit a crossbody, did you come alive like I did? This guy was out there working uh, sort of bold and beautiful. Yeah, this was great. This is what we're, I mean, you mentioned it just there, your favorite Hangman TV match in a while. We've had Hangman on the show the last couple of weeks and sort of playing in uh, TV level physicality. And I thought this was a nice wake up to snap him out of that and to set a tone of a of an angry Hangman. And I think nicely tying together that like, this is part of the swerve thing. So it's different, right? It's not just having a dynamite match. He's having a dynamite match yes. in the vein of like, this is the, we're picking for those opponents and um, this is furthering our robbery. This is a bigger match than just um, a fierce matchup on dynamite. I thought really nice showing as well as you said from Leona. I thought uh, a big man that can move always nice. A big man that sort of jumps off the screen a little bit and jumps off the ring a little bit. Uh, pretty cool. A nice, a nice guy to stylistically match with Hangman. Somebody that he can lay in, like really beat on the chest and really yeah. hit. And there's no worries about like, oh, is he gonna bruise this guy's sternum or is this gonna cave this guy's chest? And like, very clearly a guy that's like, a go up there and just hit it. Just yeah. fucking hit me as hard as you can. It does not matter. I think that's the kind of guy that you have to have Hangman in there if you want him to have those week to week absolute. Point brawls that we know that he is sort of his best usage so i thought this was a great matchup i thought this is exactly the kind of thing you know when you want to do the mean streak hangman you want to do mustache hangman you want to do rising the card hangman this is the kind of guy you put him in there with a dude that he can just smash and just hit around and take bumps from and run and bump into and and, and clothesline and try to knock down and pick up um this is the this is the absolute um sauce that you let hangman cook with for sure 
yeah, just to run with that ball, it's absolutely the the match that most feels synonymous and matches the promos he's been giving lately, the most pissed off he's fought, the most aggressive he's fought. And I think, like you pointed out, you have to largely give a thank you to Toa Leona there, a, an opponent who can take what he's willing to dish out. But also, you, he is a big man who can move, but it wasn't a bang, bang, bang all over the place match. These guys had a dynamic. Toa Leona was slower and stronger. Hangman was trying to go blow for blow, trying to shoulder block, but they played Toa as a bit more... I mean, size-wise, they're probably about the same height. Toa Leona, maybe 20, 30 pounds heavy. Not some giant size difference, but they played it more of a, I got to move this boulder if I have to hit him with this bat a million times. And I think that's just a very, like you say, good, it serves Hangman really well. You get to see a good side of him when he feels comfortable to just sort of go at it. For sure. For sure. No, I thought perfectly executed. And a big reason why uh, my score on the night is bigger than I think it was last week is that you had this thing you could point to and be like, that's what I'm talking about. Dennis Work saying, Toe was the most perfect, dense, perfectly dense damage sponge. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Um, Zoops probably says Matt. Just, just move on. <laughs> yeah. just, You're right. Sorry. It's not, I was... it's not important. Um, now, we go backstage. Speaking of not important, important. It's our <laughs> VIPs. Here's the young bucks. It's Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Uh, they arrive in a stretch SUV, and we're we're on week three of the doing the name thing, Zoobs. Because the what do you call this guy? Is he a producer, an intern? I don't know what you call this guy. Got the headset on outside. Crazy. Oh, I didn't even notice. See, this is the Zoobs has been around the biz for a long time. We're talking television. That, is that weird? Would that guy not be on it? I guess not. Really uh, putting to test the um, range, the dynamic range of the of the headset you have on there. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I guess if it's it probably was that a range. Was he just doing that to sort of seem important? I mean, maybe he walks back in and it and it gets in and it ends up back in range. But good, nothing like it. you wear. A, you wear a headset for work? No. Pretty, pretty, it's actually pretty demeaning. You feel pretty demeaning when you're doing it. I could imagine that. Yeah. Every time I put them in my ears to do this, I feel to me and dance monkey. Oh, play the song for me. Yeah, be bucks. funny, be entertaining. Talk about the show. I know it's hard. I love it. And uh, for calling, they say, oh, Matt and Nick, thanks for coming. And they find the guy $500 or Matt and Nick does. And then he wanders away. And then Matt's like, ah, my brother could be like that. But make sure to pay for it today. I don't want to just, I don't have much else to say on this. It's the exact same thing as last week. I don't really like their skits and bits and this is uh, between the elite stuff. It's not, but it's not, it's not the end of the world. I just am not very interested in it. Truly not on screen long enough for us to take too long to talk about it. Would you pay the 500? I mean, yeah, it's my boss. What, what are you gonna do? Fuck. And that's where we're going to get to. Our first of three keep it or kickets of the evening, Zoobs. Can you believe it? First of three before, at the top of the segment before we talk about it and spoil opinion. Zoobs, are you there. ready for our first of three keep it or kickets of the evening? Absolutely. Of course, you all know how to play keep it or kick it. Go on over to Emotes Bar if you're a subscriber. Select keep it if you like the prompt. Select kick it if you hate the prompt. Here we go. Keep it or kick it. This statement. Continuing to push Wardlow. Keep it or kick it. Keep it or kick it. Keep it or kick it. Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep 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 it,
Zooms. I'd push them all right. Push them off a cliff. Oh, um, come on. Holy guys. Yikes. Yikes. What do you think about adding the ah at the end of everything? That's kind of cool. Yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. Uh, okay. Last time. Uh, <laughs> okay. What do you call pasta zooms? Uh, depends on the noodle for sure. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> Just straight oh, up, oh, just I, word I for it. Just silly. Just being silly, you know? Just yeah, silly you guys. You guys are too silly geese, you and Matt. Yeah, honking it up. Uh, <laughs> I am Ahab with a kick. Geesebrecht, Gritchy, Samfels, Burritos, uh, Niblets 05, Dennis Dirty Work, Cadenza, Keeg1717, b 19 all saying kick it. That's a lot. That's like 10. A keep, a quiet keep from our newest member of the team, uh, and then kicks from Scoots Brodo and Skookum Skookum and XX307 and OC and Best Friends and Sludge Williams. Lots of kicks. 20 nil. 21, I guess. 20 to 2 because Dark Lord DKL is keeping it. Heart Note kicks it. C755 said his knee agrees. That's a kick. Uh, which is it? Am I right? Um, Torque Penderloin kicks. Then we're finally getting some keeps. Uh, we got finally got, he found the emote. There we go. There's the keep. Bygone Gin and Juice with a kick. Uh, a kick from McVander Huge, and they keep from Marlin Phillips. Uh, all right, that's a lot of kicks. I think they're probably five, probably 30 to three. I would say, yeah, in favor say of 90 kicking Mr. Wardlow. And where would you be on this one, Zoops? You know, it's 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 pretty close to eyes glaze glaze over territory with the Wardlow. I just I've seen it right. There's just sort of nothing. It's very hard. It's very harsh. This show. He's been on there a lot, and you feel like you're not really seeing anything new, right? You sort of see, especially with him being back as the heavy in a faction, standing behind the main guy and being the guy that gets used for this. You've sort of seen it. We get the power bomb. We get the size. We get it. I don't see it. So I guess it's a kick. I've been out on this faction since the day it debuted. It would be wrong of me to now turn my tail and change my opinion based on no reasoning. So I'm kicking Mr. Wardlow. At two? At two, Brutus. Uh, yeah, man. I, I asked the question, of course, for those of you who may have not seen it. Wardlow pretty got clearly got injured in this match to me. I, I think he's going to be off for a while. Uh I don't know if everybody caught it, but on the finish, he and he's pretty clearly yelling fuck as he as the camera moves off of him. Uh Zoobs has called this from day one. I sort of fought it a little bit. I was like, ah, maybe they're not fully DOA. You just need Roddy to wrestle until Cole's ready. And be, but boy, if Wardlow is as injured as I suspect he is, even though like Marlon Phillips points out, uh Dasha accidentally calling him Mr. Wardlow tonight really made me think he might have stumbled into something. But ultimately, I agree with our social media producer, Condenza. Wardlover. 
That's got to be what the push is. Because this is what happens. You screw around with the devil. You screw around. You screw around with 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 heresy. You you you. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Who who? Let me ask you this. Who from that is is healthy and fit and doing well? No, no one. Not anybody. Yeah. Which is weird. Almost that is strange to think about. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah, tell them become a Catholic, I guess, is what the just, AEW's Just be you. careful with, with what you play with, is all I'm saying. You don't have to be Catholic. Yeah. Don't don't light the fire and do the Ouija board. Exactly right. And yeah, if you ever do don't beg for Ouija, it. don't light the Ouija board on fire after it. Only makes it worse. No, that's how you get the ghost for sure. He shows up Absolutely in the smoke. Absolutely right. Watch a damn movie, idiot. Too much sinning, in my opinion, says Maddie Man. It's not <laughs> the sinning. It's the, it's the it's the blatant calling out and courting of the devil. It's not a good idea. Yeah, I, Zeus, I have to. Not only do I agree, I think it's aging like wine. Uh, <laughs> you saying this, yeah. Um. Anyway, the reason I ask, I didn't want to skew it because he's here versus Commander, and I mean, in some ways, this is kind of the most interesting use award. Though I liked the match last week with Trent. I think you did as well. It's probably both of our favorite thing on the show. I think maybe. And here, he's just killing Commander, and. It's kind of cool to see. I don't like Commander all that much. He's very small. He gets beat up well. However, if you're getting injured in squash matches, coming off an of injury, it's tough. I mean, people call CM Punk fragile. Frankly, I would take fragile for CM Punk over basically any wrestler on earth. I, I would watch that man injured over, you know, we got Chris Jericho on the program tonight. Um, but yeah, if you're getting injured in this situation, I don't know. I don't know. It's too bad. At one point, this was like he was like lightning in a bottle, and I think he, he let me throw up... let me throw a curveball your way. Sure, I'll adjust. A little baseball my terminology your way. How would it change up? Sure. For those of you at home, that's when they throw it slow instead of fast. They change right. up the speed and the curve and the arc. Maybe anyway, um, if he is off around the same amount of time as MJF, they return together as the classic two of them heel act. Any interest? The only way that you've ever painted this in a way that I thought it was like, eh, semi-interesting was when you were like, what if he's still working from, what if he's still working with MJF? And I was like, man, that's, it's pretty flimsy, but it's the best of a bad situation, I think. Um, there you go. But, Wardlow himself tweets, a normal man's knee would be ruined. I'm no normal man. There you go. Knee's well, there just we fine. Go. Good, good. There you hear. go. He's fine. I'm glad that he's not injured. Yeah, um, me too. I still don't feel much warmer about his push. Why did he and swear then? You should apologize <laughs> for that. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, I have no love in my heart for the Undisputed Kingdom. Way she goes. Way she goes. And then OC, Roddy, Trent, they all face off. No one goes running. You take note who didn't enter the ring, Zeus? Of course. Well, yeah, well, they did, did to stop the show. The kayfabe of Chuck Taylor, the destroyer, is just so alive at AEW. It's amazing. Anytime he does step in there, even Mox goes, whoa, get me the hell out of here. And the dirt sheets were saying that's why they why Okada signed. Because he said, my old tag team partner, the Kentucky Gentleman's, well, where the fuck does Okada work? Where am I going? Where am I going, Okada was heard saying? Where does the Kentucky Gentleman apply his trade? Yeah, all I want to know is... Uh... You know, who's who Who dares step in there and go one-on-one? -on -one? Doesn't seem like anybody wants it. Not anyone. 
Would you get into a Chuck and Okada tag team in AW? Yeah, you'd, you, you'd, that, that would be the thing that makes them stop doing the rankings, though, right? Is they'd be like, well, this oh. is useless. Yeah, they're just the, the entirety of the top five. People think people think it's pretty stupid if we put somebody above these guys, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, that the next best team would be at what, eight-ish? Yeah, maybe. If you're, trying, if you're trying to keep it even remotely legitimate, yeah. Imagine getting hit with an awful waffle. He tags no. out, and Okada picks you up and hits you with a Rainmaker. I mean, Imagine it, how pinned you are. You're not, that's a career yeah. ender. On the plus side, you wouldn't feel the Rainmaker, right? You'd be fucking gone. <laughs> I'm with you, Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice, in a completely unironic, no-nothing way. I am 100% in on the Chuck and Okada tag run. They Why were not? great together. Why not? That's all I ask. Lots of talking here, Zeus, between some guys who don't always talk. It's Darby, Allen, and Sting. And they're talking with Tony Schiavone and Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Uh, promoing, of course, for their tag team championship match next week, which I'm actually pretty excited for, the, the tag match next week. I think they've done a good job building this here. And silly me, I didn't know that Ricky was the first person in AEW, in AEW that Sting pinned. And they called that out in this promo. Uh, Ricky saying, it's all about respect. Don't forget your journey here, though, Sting. It started with me. I was the first guy you pinned. Darby said, that's a load of shit. You don't respect Sting. You don't respect anybody. And then Ricky says, you need him. You've been draining him, taking his star power for you. This is sort of a bold accusation, the opposite of what Sting has been saying. Sting, you're not going to make it to this retirement. And then Big Bill chimes in. All you guys do is brag our retirement i love this big bill it's a pretty good he's just immediately like you're not getting there next wednesday stop booking this match of the young bucks ahead of us because i hate that too and big bill's the only one who's saying you 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 don't only have something in between you have me in between you got big bill two g's two l's seven foot tall can't teach that and then sting says ricky there was one thing I liked about you. One of the only people who talked smack to me backstage. And you, big man, I faced many big men in my career. And the difference between them and you is they were killers. I like that from Sting. And that was our segment. Setting up next Tuesday, Ricky throws some water in Sting's face. Darby and him go face to face. And uh, setting up next week. I thought good segment. Pretty strong, man. Pretty strong. I thought everybody came off pretty strong. Um not a lot of substance was really said, but I thought it came off right. There was yeah. the right, the right vibe was set, the right attitude was set. I thought uh, Bill came out strong. I thought, I thought, you know, everybody, everybody came out of that looking better. And I'm with you. I think it does a good job of sort of setting up the gripes that the tag team champions do have because they do feel forgotten. It is, it's totally. true. Like that, we looked at the rankings, the trios championships are clogging everything up, and we almost forget these guys are the champs. So um that's a big positive to me so i think this was a effective piece to to get us to a championship match next week i think uh, can't ask much more a good piece is right uh on top of that i really do just think it's nice to realize what's cool about having sting around like when sting says i faced a lot of big men your mind goes to like these historical great big men and all of a sudden big bill is vader you know, there, there's just these allusions to his career and on this retirement run, how, being able to do these shorthand callbacks, I think is really effective. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinju saying Darby and Stark's face-to-face reminding me of how good their feud was years ago. Definitely interested in revisiting that in singles. I have interest in that too, Zoobs. How about you? 
Uh, I don't know that they're going to have time. I, interested in it, yes. Do I think that there's going to be a space in there where they have a singles match? Probably not. There's not enough yeah. time. He's retiring at Revolution, right? Sorry, uh, Darby and Ricky. Oh, Darby and Ricky. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great pairing. Sorry, yeah, I was thinking I, I think he was Jake. So I don't too. know why. Um, yeah, Akuma asking, what happened to Jake Evans? I guess they didn't hear Matty Mack pointing out. He's hiding in Mexico. Chris Jericho versus Kyle Fletcher here. I don't really want to talk mm. about this match a ton. It opens up with a big Michinoku driver, which is cool. Um, obviously, countless comparisons to Kyle Fletcher and Will Ospreay. They're very mm -hmm. true. But when he, first of all, him physically putting on muscle reminds me of when Osprey went from junior to heavyweight. So in that way, he reminds me of Osprey. He's clearly doing that right now. And when he squares up to the corner and like runs to the knee, it must be an homage, but he does like the exact same mannerisms. Really reminds me of him there. Chris Jericho hits a flying Judas effect for the finish. Beats Kyle Fletcher. I really have nothing to say about this match. Kyle Fletcher looks sort of naked uh, out there. Yes, uh, semi-nude gear. It's interesting gear because it's like green and red, but at a distance looks skin tone, flesh tone. Looks pretty buck naked when you're running around. My it only looks... observation. You see, this is the thing, Demer 316. They're not the exact same as skin tone. Up close, they have like green and red on them. I couldn't figure out these tights. I don't know if it's like the sheen that makes them go that in certain lights. They're weird. They're very unique. Yeah. I wouldn't wear them. It's distracting. Yeah, it's my my only observation was like, wow, he looks naked. And then I was like, oh, the outside of the ring to this effect is pretty cool. And then I was like, oh, he pinned him. And that was the entirety of my uh, consumption of this match mentally. It's like naked, naked, good. naked, cool move. Oh, match is over. I said that this in the Discord. Naked. I wonder if you think this is crazy. I said Kyle Fletcher is more likely to me to be AEW world champion than Daniel Garcia, Kanosuke Takeshita, Hook and a fourth guy. Mm, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. That's a that's that's a bold. It feels very future champion to me. I feel like they've. I feel like they've been very clear to wink into the camera of like uh, Garcia is a guy, capital A, capital G for us. I hope that you're right, and I hope to catch it too. I hope they're both uh, future world champions. So I don't know that I would, I don't know that I, I don't know that the first two definitely make me, give me pause. And then I give you a hook. I give you a hook. Who's more likely if Takeshita and Dan G? I want to say Dan G. I think they, I nice. think they've given the plans of like enough people have said out loud on the show, like that guy's the future um, for me to believe that that's how they feel. Uh, we get Will Hobbs interrupting the lion salt. There's some where and I'm like, oh no. Please not Callus family interruption. We can't be extending this. Zooms, you're not going to believe it. Takeshita comes out post-match, comes in for the attack, and it's Takeshita Jericho. They're finally getting the win. They're finally getting the win over Jericho or something. This happened to DDT. I watched it. I think it was like four months ago. And then they did the big multi-man. These guys, I mean. Takeshita on the show. I'm, I'm going to, that's good. And not. That's it's as far as I as far as I can go. It's to catch on the show is good. Please move on from anything important happening around Chris Jericho. <laughs> Please. Uh Keek1717 saying, where does this Cal story end? Is Jericho pinning to catch the next week? That's what I assume. Come on. Unless 
Come on. Well, what if they already yeah. had to catch to pin him. Or we oh no, I guess he this could be to catch to getting his win back. No, maybe yeah. Takeshita's just getting Jericho. There you go, guys. Jug night. Jugs up. Jug heads. Juggalos. Let's get right. it. Here it comes. It's actually good timing. I'm due for a fill up. Yeah. It's a, it is a hoot nanny. It's a downright hoot nanny. It's a hoedown. It's a jamboree. It's that great Chael Sonnen quote. Everybody in the back knows who the man is. If I want to listen to country and Anderson Silva wants to listen to rap, well, boys, we're having a hoedown backstage. Jug, 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 jug. I need to check it out. There's, there's just no way jug wasn't the most popular emote in January. There's just no, there's no. Oh no, it might be the most popular emote on the website Twitch. I mean, that part's probably. I'll tell you this: is our jug is the most popular thing on Twitch right now? Yeah, I'd say they are. Q rating of jugs is enormous. Yeah, people are saying they want to see jugs on Twitch, and we are saying you got it. Come to our channel, right? That's basically what's happening. <laughs> Q rating, more like uh, D rating. We get a <laughs> nice man. We get a video package through, here. Walk me through D rating. Uh, uh, how about this? Q rating, more like uh, double D rating. There we go, baby. We're back. <laughs> that was the workshop right. with Zoobs and Matt. Yep, we got there. I, I need to be walked through it. S sue me, you know? Bobby Burrito is one of my favorite guys on earth, but you don't have to point out how over the jug is, you know? We know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little... No way is this true. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. On today's stream, <laughs> jug has been used 200 times. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> it's discouraging. Uh here we get I feel like I like the Diana Tony tattoo connection more than anyone on earth. You I love tattoos, feel like so it makes sense, you know? Because yeah, I have tattoos. Must be. I can't think of another, you know? Yeah. It is just I mean, but it's it is everything it pretends to be. It is permanent. They walk through that the tattoo symbolizes their journey together. Deanna feels like she's pouring me up something nice and cold to keep me going. Pouring nice and clean for me. I don't want any spilling. Much like your rain. I got a drink of what is my love. drink some water first uh zooms did you like this uh tattoo or tell me what you think of sort of dion and aw so far and your connection here to the tattoo tale dig the investment dig that they're 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 saying this is an investment we're making this is somebody that we are adding to this division and giving background to and putting in putting in spaces to succeed right we've talked about that mm. her debut and her first match we were like what are they doing like 
she has strengths. Let's find them and play to them. I think they're starting to get that and do that. I think her with Tony is a ton more valuable than her with Anna Jay and her doing a promo after a match and her doing a promo after running in. I think giving her a chance to have some production behind it, have some truth, have some story, get her some technician matches. Uh, I think it goes a lot further than than assuming we know, right? Because people like me yeah. do not know. I have no idea about any of this stuff. So I think it's very helpful, and I think it goes a long way. She's, she's very quickly become like, yeah, this is a reliable person that is in the women's division and is no-nonsense and is here and is passionate, and that's all I really ask. I like you using the word investment because I feel like in lots of areas, I don't have a lot of goodwill for AEW right now. But I can feel this palpable focus around the women's title scene that wasn't there before. And just that effort lends them goodwill from me. Largely because the bar is lower than sure. where it was on the I'm just going to put it plainly. And so to, feel it, to be one thing on the show that actually feels to me on the incline is a good feeling. It stands out amongst AEW where... Again, the absence of Eddie Kingston is a mystery to me. And the there's lots going on that I do like, but there's lots of missing pieces on the show for me that are remain a little bit baffling. So, um, yeah, I appreciate this, the way that they're taking it. I agree with Heart Note that Deanna's debut is better than Taya's was. And they've done a good job maximizing what Deanna can give. She has presence. Do you agree, Zoobs? Even maybe in like a, on the show tonight, but... Actually, both of them, both my examples for this on the show tonight. That is so funny. Rob Van Dam and Jeff Hardy way that the presence sort of supersedes the lack of promo. Hardy and RVD, very limited promo guys, but large charisma presences. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think she has, I think she has a presence. She's distinct. Um, yeah, I think that's a fair, I think that's pretty fair. She's, she's good enough. She's good enough for the division. There's they're not, there's not some unbelievably high standard she has to jump over. And I think she adds um, pretty significantly to the stew. I think it's the, uh, yeah. as you said, it, it, it's one of the, it's one of the clear focuses of 2024. It's a very clear um, decision that they're making is like, we're fixing this um, very real criticism of, of us. I think that's um, noted and appreciated. And she's very much, uh, her and, and I think Mariah and I think Tony and I think next week um, are big harbingers of that and 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 in a pretty big sign that, the, you know, w one of the good things about this company always has been and hopefully always will be is they are listening and they are adjusting, right? It, yes. we're, we're not sitting here complaining and they, they give us the same thing over and over again. There is changes and adaptations and I think Diona is a nice part of that. And this is all, you know, Mercedes Monet feels sort of, inevitable at this point so this is all pre-monet too like this all feels like stage setting to me likely for the boston dynamite inevitable monet debut and then we're really off to the races we'll see totally agree with uh sam fells that the submission tonight that she pulls off looks good but we'll get to that during the match oh i i just got no love in my heart for this next bit we can get through this in 10 seconds uh the acclaimed and daddy ass are out with the the bang bang gang uh yo 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 we're the six men who have something dominated six man wrestling the most for years what i don't know man huh? i don't know what any of this is i yeah i'm with you I'm, go less get card blade then go get the cardboard juice okay 
then the one gun son he goes to do the we got two words for you and then daddy asses their zooms and of course he's got to be the focus in these things and instead of them all doing guns up which i thought for sure he was going to go is like oh we're all working together and i got two words for you guns up no he goes remember dx he goes let me do it son we got two words for you suck it well the crowd blows it here he tries to do guns up and the crowd blows it oh well I don't feel like you can blame the crowd. You have Billy Gunn I get firing it. up. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. It's like they're aiming He's, for something. But he tried to do guns up, and the crowd did suck, suck it. it. Yeah, yeah. he is Billy Gunn, which is tough. Maybe he should Gun just not be fun. out there. and This could just be, be these two tag teams interacting. This could be tag teams, and they could be in the tag team rankings. Could Jay White could be doing something. A lack of day. Here we are. Deanna Perrazzo versus Taya Valkyrie here. Slow but not bad, which I'll take. Because this wasn't too sloppy. Again, just slow. It's tough grading on a curve every week. And there's probably inconsistencies here. But I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. I thought it was one of the better Taya showings in uh, AW. But she is just so soft and like waits for moves and she just has does a lot of the things i don't like when wrestlers do and in all honesty like she's a really really safe wrestler which is great in some ways like if you hate watching wrestling or if you want to praise people online for being safe uh but for me it's not it doesn't really play to me but i still thought this was adequately performed where sometimes in this division it's just people trying to pull off moves that they maybe learned earlier that day or something this had none of that and for that i am thankful uh slow but not bad zoobs were you on this one Mathematically, the Taya thing should work better than it does, doesn't it? Doesn't like shouldn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? Isn't it just the sum of the parts? Just it just feels like it should be somebody that fits in and works. And I don't know that it ever has. I don't know that she's even had one real moment that seemed like it worked. You can't be a, a giant who works soft. You know, it just doesn't. Your whole thing is you're this big threat, and then you have really soft offense and let people out of pins really easily and whatnot. It just. It's such a separation for the character. I think that plays a big role. Yeah, it's too bad. Agreed that like though. The submission at the end work. of the match is very cool. Cool sub, yeah. Go it and, and more helpful. Like as much the 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 notes against Taya, regardless, um, way more helpful for Diana than the previous matchups. Yeah, I the, do agree the kind of thing she too. should be doing is is trouncing a, a Taya and and working her way up and being a threat and being somebody that's going to need um, attention. I think that's definitely a, a big a big step. Yeah, agreed. And continued investment, like you said earlier. Taya isn't a nobody. They gave somebody, they have a large history in TNA working together, so they give her somebody that she has familiarity with. Like, you talked about positions to look good. I think this clears that bar. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. All right. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Renee's backstage. She says, (laughs) okay, this is maybe a funny angle to take to it. I'll give him a little credit here. Uh, Darby, tell us how great you think the Young Bucks are, is what Renee asks him. And that's because the Young Bucks are the EVPs. They're forcing her to do so. They step into frame. Sting is a leech. We're going to beat you guys. Mm-hmm. Matthew mm-hmm. and Nicholas. I don't know. Like, does the Young Bucks versus Darby and Sting for Sting's retirement need this gimmick tripped all over it at all? Again, uh, it's still better than it's still better than just not being there and not doing anything, not by a lot. A little again, a little less funny every single time, but um, this is fine. It's fine. It's not long enough to 
not long enough to stick in my craw too deep. I get that. I guess we'll see. And that match will cork. I do think the Young Bucks are the right people. If you're going to do a final tag match, there are great two people to make Sting look really good in the match, right? Totally, totally. It'll, you know, we we done this story many times. The Young Bucks versus Darby and Sting will probably rip. Yeah, that never really is our complaint with them, is no. And then it's main event time. The other half of the Dealers' Choice matches between Hangman Page and Swerve Strickland. Uh, you have Swerve Strickland choosing, or sorry, rather Hangman Page choosing, sort of confusingly. <laughs> Rob Van Dam to face Swerve Strickland in our main event tonight. And I think we all saw this coming. Hangman said we're getting somebody who's the whole effing show or the whole damn show earlier this week. Uh, Excalibur made a weed joke on commentary when talking about it. I, I gotta tell you, I, I thought this majorly over-delivered for me. I, I kind of had a gas watching this. R RVD is, he's sort of, this is going to feel like a stretch, but he's sort of the Minoru Suzuki of North America where the age and the ability does not match his contemporaries. And to such a degree that it is impressive. RVD is an old guy wrestler, but enough that he's able to incorporate it into his character. An old guy doing these back spin kicks from apron to barricade or these big frog splashes is just cool it's like how kenny versus benny they could start that show at any point in time again because when they're old it's even cooler when they're doing it there's all this gnarly stuff uh taz on commentary a hook run in it was ecw nostalgia night uh i really just had a blast there um did you enjoy this one on the level that i did zoobs this sort of hardcore tinge of course i should say hangman page made it a hardcore match this was in the stit or in the contract that swerve didn't notice a lot of fun here pretty much the best possible use of of rvd right you, <laughs> yeah. you give him his match style you give him a, a big showcase you give him probably your most reliable all-around guy on the roster right now in swerve of like he really can't do bad it's like he just yeah. sort of can't right now he's so red hot and so bulletproof and so good um it was set up for success in a way that i think some of the other We'll call veteran acts haven't been of just like we talk about Jeff Hardy like Jeff Hardy against Swerve made no sense and didn't really help anybody and and you even enjoyed it a little bit last week more than I did but like to a fairly limited amount I think this is a great use of like getting a guy who has a specific style yeah. letting him grow into that letting him be himself and also putting him in there with like your sure shot guy um rvd's great you're I, I love the north american suzuki i love that nobody else would have that insight that's that's brilliant um yeah I did, I did enjoy it i thought it was a worthy main event i thought it was i thought it was cool i thought it was a good you know the stretch between why hangman picks him is a little you know not as easy to get a to b but that's fine you don't have to think about it too much yeah rvd is good enough or at least former champion both in new york and ecw that he's a credible enough threat at any level but yeah, I mean, it really is. I'm saying this. Leona isn't the toughest guy in the world. Sure. Exactly right. So yeah, they're they're sort of you equivalent. Could, you could math it as like he's a big, strong, tough guy, and that's good. But yeah, 100%. yeah, th that's exactly it. Um, Brian Cage setting up a potential RVD match made me excited too. Yeah, Bobby, me too. Shades of awesome RVD there, maybe. Sure. And Zoops afterwards, Hangman has more shit to say. Says. Or first Swerve says, you're just mad that you can't beat me. Get out of my ring. Then Hangman says, you never beat me. 
took you and your whole mogul embassy the two times that your hand was raised, but you know deep in your heart, mano a mano, I would win every time. And that's enough to say, all right, Swerve gives it to him one more time. Hangman Swerve 3. I really feel like they're going to add a stip to this. I really felt like this promo was leading towards uh, Cage or Iron they Man. Did, or... They did absolute death matches. Like, what can they even... But you they go the death. opposite direction. They did death. What can you... <laughs> it was great. They did do the most, the most limited Iron Man or submission or something. Sure. Um, very excited to see these guys lock up for a third time. Is this on next week's Dynamite chat? Did I, it is, did I write dude. That? Yeah, this is, that, this is next week's Dynamite. I wrote that down and I'm like, no, I'm looking at my note and yeah. going, that can't, it must be Revolution, no? No, it's next. the winner gets Joe at Revolution. Wow, that's awesome. Glad to be right. Do you think there's any opportunity? Do you think there's any, any, any chance that we get a non-finish and it's the three of them and that's how you get yourself to the two of them for a title down the road? I think there's an extremely good chance. Yeah. I would say that is my most likely thing to happen and great shout by the Zoobs as always. Hmm. A time limit draw suggests Nimblet's 05. Yep. Yeah, Cadenza, I have to agree with Bobby. The eight-fall Texas death match is a WBCW never-ending weekend Infinity special. If AW tried to do it, you, you've got to have a guy like the Sandman or Itsushi Onita in there for the eight-fall Texas death match. Think of what it does to people. Yeah, eight no KOs other... you have to go through to, to, until that match ends. Yeah, no other no other place has the guts to... It's an insane no. step, Zoobs. The person who loses is always off for months. Makes sense. Eight falls, KO only. <laughs> yes, nuts. Eight times, for God's sakes. That was dynamite, Zoobs. I feel pretty good about my 4.75. I could even maybe go up to a five, uh, having talked through it. But the, the Undisputed Kingdom stuff really is just uh, a miss. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, any adjustment on your score, Zoobs? Stick around the five zone? I think I think the four seven five as well, and nice. and maybe a soft five. I think we're I think we're totally aligned on how, how we felt about this show. Sort of a good feeling, a good vibe. Didn't blow the back of our brains off, but not a lot to like really point at. There's the the fucking whatever the hell they're doing with the six man. Whatever they're doing with that, no interest. Whatever they're doing with Roddy Strong, no interest. Everything else, good to excusable. Yeah, I think that's a really nice summation of the show. And maybe some glimmers of hope in the women's title scene. Yep, totally. All right, Zoops. Thank you so much for doing this every Wednesday. It's an honor to do a program with you and Matt every week. We came in early. We came. In, you would think, people would think, the 40-minute mark of this show, they would think, boy, these guys are not getting out of here until... They think I don't have the internal clock. I'm thinking goddamn o'clock. And, and yet, here we are, a lot of S in the S, right? We finish within like five minutes of the same time every week. We did merch match, which is a which can be a lengthy one, nice and tight, like a good haircut. 